We're the salt of the earth. I need some of your salt this morning, praise God. I'm not going to keep you too long. I'm going to minister a little bit, but I want to sing a song, okay? And I want to ask you to open your heart this morning. You know, before I become a pastor, I, I used to write songs. Amen? I haven't wrote some in a while, but I felt the Lord maybe telling me, saying, son, you want to need a... I don't want to be a, a, a worship leader as much as I want to be a psalmist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't know what that means. You ever read the gospel of, uh, uh, not the gospel, the uh, book of Psalms? Jan, can I hook this thing up? <laughs> Amen. I'm not going to keep you too long this morning. Let's just worship the Lord a few minutes. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Amen. This is one of the, my favorite songs that God gave me. Because the message is Jesus is everything. Amen. Lord, you're my Savior. Lord, you're my Savior. Gave your life, shed your blood for me. Lord, you're my healer. Lord, you're my healer. Both the stripes for my infirmities. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems to get me down. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems to get me down. Lord, you're my lawyer. Lord, you're my lawyer. You go to the Father for me. Lord, you're my leader. Lord, you're my leader. You lead me in the paths of righteousness. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. And this old world seems to get me down. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems to get me down. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems. 
get me down Amen. Let's give Jesus a praise offering this morning. Amen. God is good. God is good. You see, since just the event, my wife took over. I don't sing much. <laughs> I used to, let me tell you something. Sometimes God spoke to me through a song. Just took me on another level. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. How many love Jesus this morning? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God is a good God. Amen. I want you to turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21. We live in a time today where the world is very deceived. I'm sorry, the church is deceived. Because they're preaching another gospel. You know, we, we, it's easy to listen to some people in the church because, you know, the message is not what she just said, a testimony. It's about how you can keep some of Jesus and keep the world at the same time. But my Bible says in, in chapter 10, verse 21, we live in a time where the, 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 the church is running neck and neck with the world. Come on, somebody. You know, it, it, I don't know about you, but as a Christian, I, I watch things. And I'm not doing it in a judgmental way. You noticed it. That's what I meant. You can see how Christians today put God in a box. And what they do, they, God is a good God on Sunday. But I don't want God messing with me any day out of the day of the week. Because they're eating at another table. Come on, somebody. The Lord said this in verse 21. Let me, let me get there. <laughs> He says, you cannot drink of the cup of the Lord in the cup of what? Demons. Cup of demons or devils. I'm using the New King James this morning. You cannot partake of the Lord's table in the, in the table of demons or devils. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Now listen to this passage of scripture. You can't sit down. And eat the table of death and try to go back to the table of life. Right. And at the Lord's table, I feel the Holy Ghost. All you got there is peace and joy and victory. Amen. Come on, and life and hope and faith. Satan is serving up death. That's right. Satan is serving up destruction and misery and oppression and division. My Lord. The table of Satan is destruction. It doesn't have anything to do with getting you closer to God. But God's table. <laughs> Listen, I feel like preaching this morning. You better watch out. I'm not going to keep you long. But at God's table, there's eternal life. There's hope. There's victory. <laughs> there's the peace of God. The faith of God. The salvation of God. The hope. Everything the devil offers is totally opposite of what God has. Well, I like the devil's stuff and I like God's stuff. Let me tell you, you need to get born again. <laughs> or something is seriously wrong in your spirit because God doesn't want us eating at Satan's table. Uh-oh. Maybe I should preach something to him. 
Come on, Holy Ghost. Seriously. The Bible is clear. They don't yet appear what we're going to be, but we know when he comes, we're going to be like Jesus. Right. You see, you, listen, God don't love me for what I was. He maybe don't love me for, he loves me for what I'm going to be. He wants to see a finished product, praise God. Listen, you're at God's table. You're going to change, hallelujah. You're going to eat the life of God. You're going to change. Huh? <laughs> Thank God I ain't preaching too long, bro. <laughs> you eat at God's table, life, something happens in you. The power of God comes in your life and it changes you. It brings you hope and faith. Listen, I was telling my sister about one time I had unforgiveness. Man, when I released that unforgiveness, I felt like a brand new man. I couldn't get that at the devil's table. You know what the devil would have told me? Get back. D destroy. Go after. Get revenge. It's not going to happen. And God's table says, son, if, if you don't forgive me in trespasses, neither will my father in heaven forgive yours. I was freed. I, was, I had life again. I felt the peace of God. I felt like I was born again, born again. <laughs> I felt light. I felt free. I felt whole. Listen, there's nothing. What, the devil can't compare to what God gives. You hear what I'm saying? Again, it's not going to happen. God's promise to you is life and eternal life in heaven. Devil's promise to you is hell and destruction and misery for eternity. I'd rather choose God's life. <laughs> Let me read this to you. Turn with me to James chapter 4. But I thank God for his word, amen. When he said the word of God, amen, that's where I live. We have to live on God's word. The Bible is a, is a book of victory for those that trust him, amen. You're not going to make it outside of his word. Let me get to my passage there. So sometimes I forget to put my little chalks and my little marks. It'd be easier. Chapter 4. Verse 7. Therefore, submit yourself, therefore, unto God. Go to God's table. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. Go to God's table and eat. Submit yourself unto God's nourishment and life. Resist the devil's table. It don't say that there, but that's what it's saying. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Don't eat Satan's slop. Don't, eat, don't go to the pig pen of the devil. Because Satan has destruction in his, in, his, in his table. Death. Decay. Darkness. Everything we could possibly think, Satan offers totally opposite from what God offers. Come on, somebody. In John chapter 1, you have to turn to chapter 1, verse 5. It says, if we say we have fellowship with God and walk in darkness, we lie. You can't have fellowship eating at the devil's table. You can't, listen, you, listen. I get people upset when I say, you can't live for God, go to heaven living like hell. That ain't going to happen. Today, you have to make a decision. As far as I know, everybody here knows the Lord, okay? But you, you know yourself. You know what, what, what pig pen you've been eating out of. You know exactly where you've been with God. You, if you've been feeding on Satan's slop, you need to get away from it. Listen, my father-in-law used to have pigs. He's, gone, he, he's passed on, but I can still see the slop he throw in that bucket. 
coffee grind, old meat, old decayed, old food. That oh, come on, that's, <laughs> I don't want to make you sick, but that's what. And then them pigs didn't bother them, and they didn't have no taste buds at all. They grab it, man, and eat it all up. I said, how do they eat that stinking stuff? <laughs> Don't start, Sister Matt. <laughs> how in the world could they eat that slop? But you know how many Christians are at the hog pen eating the slop of the devil? Eating at the, de- the devil's table? You can choose one table or the other. The Lord says you're gonna have to, you can't eat at the Lord's table and you can't eat at the devil's table. You can't eat darkness and light at the same time. You can't fellowship with God living in darkness. Come on, somebody. Praise God. What's wrong with the church? They forgot about holiness. Come on. They forgot about turning from sin. They thought, come on. They forgot about hell and all the things that come with it. We're too busy preaching every day is a Friday. We're too busy. Everybody's basically good. No, not everybody's good. Jesus said, in this world, it's not one good. No, not one. They all have gone astray. They all ran after the devil. Come on. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Believe me, I'm going fast. (laughs) Listen, God is a good God, okay? We came to hear God's word, right? Okay, hallelujah. What a big God we serve. We were talking about that today, brother. What a big God we serve. When I think about he could have destroyed me. Because I deserved it. He could have, he could have, he could have sent me to hell and been just by doing it. But he did. You know, so many people today, you said it, but so the liberty has been, they've been bound up. Listen, that liberty don't mean you can sin. That's not what I'm talking about. But there's freedom in Christ. I heard a story. They had this man, he did, he'd, uh, he become, wanted to become a monk. So he got into the monastery. <laughs> and he could only say two words a year. Couldn't talk. Couldn't do nothing. So he got into the monastery. And after the first year, the, whatever, the pope or priest or whatever said, okay, you can say your two words. What's your f- first two words? He said, bed hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The following year came around, they asked him, he says, okay, what's your other two words? He said, uh, food bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> following year, he comes around, he said, what's your next, what's your, okay, you can say, your, uh, what's your other two words? I quit. <laughs> he said, good, you complain too much anyhow. <laughs> Wow, that's what religion does to you, man. It bounds you up. It brings you in a place where you can't be moved. You can't move. Telling you, you got to dress a certain way and look a certain way. I'm all for modest dressing. You can't live, be a Christian and live like, like, dress like the devil. Hallelujah. That's not what I'm talking about. But listen, I'm free, praise God, because Jesus has made me free. I'm free because Christ has come into my life, Lawrence, and he saved me and washed me in his blood. I have no better freedom in the world. I'm not going to be bound by the devil's stinking slop pen, and I'm not going to eat at his table. I'm free. Free to worship God. Free to obey God. Free to serve the Lord with all my heart. My God, I'm not going to the devil's hog <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, 
Did I, did I read that verse yet? No. All right, I'm going to. Do you not know the body? Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall then I take the members of Christ and make it a members of a harlot? What is he talking about? You can't live in the sin of this world and expect not to be joined to it. Harlotry was, a, was an awful sin. It's where somebody sold their body for money. But if you be joined to that harlot, you become one flesh with the harlot. I don't wanna, you can read it yourself. If you are bound up by sin, if you're bound up by Satan's darkness, you're, you're one with that darkness. You understand what I'm saying? But if you're one with Christ, you're free to live a righteous and a godly and a free life. See, the church don't tell you that sin bounds you up anymore. It's just bad habits. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It's it just, it just flaws you got in your life. No, it's called sin. That's the word that nobody wants to talk about anymore. Sin is still relevant today. If you're living in sin, you can be free. You don't have to live in the darkness of this world. You don't have to live in the slop of Satan's mess. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14. I'm just going a little because I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> I'm at, I hope y'all don't feel like slashing tires. You know, I pee. I got to buy them things. <laughs> okay. I'm just funny. Now. Praise God. <laughs> Chapter uh, 6, verse 14. This is one of the verses that I learned early in this church right here. This is one of the verses that was stuck out to me more than anything. Growing up as a, as a young Christian in this fellowship, it made it very clear. And that's maybe the reason why I feel like I feel, because it was planted in me early. Did I keep it all? No, I failed God a lot of times. I have constantly had to go to the, to, to the water of life and ask forgiveness and ask God to cleanse me. No, listen, I, 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 I'll tell people, I ain't perfect. This flesh has never got saved. Come on, somebody. This, this, this desire, this flesh, this fleshly desire, I'm still battling with it today. And if you tell me you don't battle with it, you're lying. Because it wants to do things totally opposite from God. And I have to fight that battle every day. It seems like when I wake up in the morning, it's there. It seems like when I go through my day, I constantly have to battle the lie of the flesh. God is good. Verse 15, it says, chapter 6, did I tell you chapter 6? Okay, verse 15, I'm going to find my spot. Okay, what accord had Christ with Balaam or the devil? How can Satan and Christ agree? It ain't going to happen. Come on, son, I got to judge my life based on God's word. And if that life I'm living don't line up with the word, then I'm agreeing with the devil. I stopped preaching, but it's the truth. If the Bible says, thou shalt not commit adultery, and I do it, I'm agreeing with the devil. The Bible says, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not make any agreement. You know, Lord, commandments. I'm agreeing with the devil. What is the Ten Commandments? This is the character of God. God didn't change his mind concerning 
His law of the Ten Commandments, they're still the same other than, I think, the Sabbath day. Jesus made it very clear. He was the Sabbath. He was the rest. But all the rest of them basically are the same. It's the, it's the very nature of God not to allow sin in his presence. Okay? So how could Christ have fellowship with Balar or Balar or the devil? What communion had light with darkness? For you are the temple of the living God. Christ lives in you. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I don't know if you get in this this morning. Christ lives in you. You are the temple of God. It's not a temple made with hands. I said that last time I was preaching. I said, you know what? When, when Samson had that jawbone, the Spirit of God was on that jawbone. It didn't stay there, though. When Moses struck the Red Sea, that Spirit of God was on that rod, but it didn't stay there. But when Paul and Silas was in that prison, <laughs> in that dark, gloomy pit, hallelujah, they gave praises unto God. And guess what? The Spirit of God came down and dwelt with Paul and Silas. And the prison doors were open. How powerful is that? If you're bound up today, you need to let Paul and the Spirit of God come in and break those doors and shut them down. Open them up, Lord. Set me free this morning, Father. Let me be free. I see that, man. This was, a, this was in the Holiday Inn prisons we got today. This was a pit, man. This was, this was, this was darkness and bugs and doo-doo and everything you could possibly think. They couldn't get up and go use the rest. They had to do everything. It was horrible, dark and cold. But Paul and Silas prayed, and they started singing songs to the Lord. And, and I know what they might be singing, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. And the Spirit of God came down in that prison, and they broke open those prison doors, and all the prisoners were set free. All of them. They were singing to the Lord. They were worshiping God. I'm pretty sure some of them prisoners said, what are them boys got to sing about? <laughs> Don't they know where they are? Don't they know what they're locked up in? My God. <laughs> they worshiped God. They became God's temple, right? They became the temple of God. And the power of God moved. And the prison doors were open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but if you, <laughs> I might start shouting a little while. <laughs> Hallelujah. What accord had Christ in Bella or what part had the, a believer with an unbeliever? What agreement had the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will dwell in you and I will walk among them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among. You want to know why I can't pray with a Catholic priest? He's an idolater. I'm not picking on him as a person, but he's not a Christian. You're not going to sit there and pray with a Muslim that worships Allah because he's not a Christian. I'm not going to sit there and agree with a false God and say it's okay. We'll change, a, we'll change the name. We call it Christophany. Oh, not Christophany. Uh, what's that new name they gave? The, uh, the Muslims the, and the Christians are coming together. They claim to worship the same God. Uh, they had a name for it. I forgot. Yeah, Boogie Bob. Chris Long. There you go, Boogie. See, I don't know the big words Boogie gives them to me. Chris Long. It's all the same God. No, it's not the same God. My God is a God of peace and salvation and hope. 
The Muslim God is nothing but a God of death and control and destruction. Come on. The Muslim's God is sitting at the table of Satan. He's got, they got their food laid out with the devil. But my God is one God. His name is Jesus Christ sitting on the throne. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The power of God sitting here at his table, praise God. There's only one way, and that's Jesus. Come on, somebody. Believe me, I love the Catholic people. Don't, don't think for a minute we don't. I see people every day, good people I, I talk to and love them. But they don't know God. They can't worship God outside of, outside of eating the Lord's table. There's no idols in God's table. There's none. There's none of that there. There's no, there's no uh, praying to his mother. There's none of that. that just Jesus only. The, the seeking the Lord. Living in faith of Christ. He said there's only one temple you can worship. You are the temple of God. This is a nice little building, but this is not God's temple. Come on, somebody. You, can, you, you watch those uh, history shows, and they show those big old cathedrals? Oh, man, they've been building those things for hundreds of years, some of them. That is not the temple of God. But we have the idea that that's what God dwells in. No, God dwells in you. He dwells in, dwells in you. If you're born again, he dwells in you. And you're his temple. That's why he says, you don't defile the temple of God. Which you are. God doesn't want you to put things in that temple that pollutes it. False worship will do that quick. False religion, false hope, eating in Satan's hog pen will do it. Hallelujah. Okay, you're quiet. Somebody say amen or out or something. <laughs> and you don't have to turn there. In uh, John 1. Chapter 2, verse 15, I'm going to quote it to you. Love not the world, neither the things in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. All that's in the world, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is not of the Father. The world is not of the Father. I'm not talking about the planet. I'm talking about the system. When people choose to do what the world is doing, you're not, you're not right with God. When you start following what the world is doing, talking like the world, listening to the world's jokes, laughing at the world's system, and doing exactly what the world is doing, you dress like them, act like them. That's, God is not pleased with that. God commands us to be a separate people. Come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. And I'll be your God, and you shall be my people. Come on, somebody. How many feels like being separate? <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, but I don't want, listen, the world ain't got nothing I want. I look at the news at night, I get angry. Because <laughs> I can see it defying God. I look at the politicians, I can get angry. Because I can see them defying God. I look at preachers that preach sloppy stuff that don't make any sense. That draw people away from it. It gets me angry because it defies God. I told a pastor one day, I said, you know what? You're going to have to judge your church based on what that word says. That's the only thing you need. You have to judge it based on God's word. And if we can't judge our lives based on this word, if you don't look at this word and say, how am I not pleasing to the God, to the Lord? How am I not pleasing to the Lord? You got to examine the word and find out who you are. Listen, people don't want to read this book no more. <laughs> you know what? It's like a mirror. <laughs> Come on. Listen, I don't like what I see in the mirror. I, when I was young, I guess I could handle myself. But now I'm getting wrinkled and gray-headed. Listen, praise God, I ain't got much... <laughs> 
It's a scary sight, but my spirit is right. Come on, y'all think y'all beautiful too? All right. No, I'm talking about me. The spirit is right. The, the spirit is right. I had a lady tell me the other day, she's a Christian, she said, you're a beautiful person. I know what she was meaning. Boogie asked him if she was drinking. <laughs> you know when you learn how to talk like that? <laughs> Smart Alex son. <laughs> like I, lucky I love him, hallelujah. Lucky he has my grace. <laughs> but no, it's true. It's what's inside. See, Sister Erica, their husband, all of y'all, the ones that you can sense the presence of God, the passion for God, the Lord in their hearts. Willing to get up and do something for God, go across the, the world. You can tell. There's a beauty there, a beauty that only the Holy Ghost can give. You hear what I'm saying? The only beauty I have is the Holy Ghost, but I sure ain't got the outside, but I got the, I got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I got the Spirit of God. Seriously, <laughs> we need the Spirit of God. Hey, if you got the Holy Ghost, y'all all beautiful in this place. Hallelujah. Praise God. It shines out like a, like a beam of light. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's stand up. I said I wouldn't keep you long. Praise God, but it's a good day, right? It's a good day of worship, good, good, good testimony, good word. Little, I come up a little while. You know? I like to sing this song a lot. Because some of you might be feeling a little dry today. Feel like God's a million miles off, but he ain't far. Come on, somebody. Come sing with me, Mom. He's, my, he's not far off. God is a God of love, but he's a God of judgment. Amen. See, God's table is love. Satan's table brings judgment. You don't have to eat at Satan's table anymore. I'm not telling you, you, you you're perfect. We all tend to want to go back and meet Satan in a little while. But God has given us this promise that if we seek him, no matter what, if, what, listen, no matter what life brings you away, if you trust him. Listen, there's times I don't feel the Lord. It don't mean he's left me. It means I'm going through a valley. Or sometimes he's trying to teach me patience. Are you going to love me when, I, when I'm not moving all over you, Brother Lenny? Are you, you going to love me when I don't, uh, you don't feel me anymore? Listen, I, I don't know about you, but I've been through some dry times, okay? Really, I have. And it, ain't, it don't feel good. But it's just a test. But man, when that, when that power moves back again, when it, when it moves on and the Holy Ghost comes down and moves on me, those times are precious. Lord, you seem so far away, a million miles or more, it feels today. My Lord, I don't know if you feel that. 
Though I haven't lost my faith, I must confess right now, it's hard for me to pray. Come on, Jesus. Because I don't know what to say. And I don't know where to start. But as you give the grace, with all that's in my heart, I will sing. I will praise. Even in my darkest hours, through the sorrows and the pains, I will sing. Yeah. I will praise, lift my hands to honor you, because your word is true, I will sing. Come on, let's worship him for a few minutes this morning, praise God, no matter what you're going through. He's a God of his word, he's, he's, he's a faithful God. Lord, it's hard for me to see. All the thoughts and plans you have for me. Yes, Jesus. But I will put my trust in you, knowing that you died to set me free. Yes, Lord. Because I don't know what to say. And I don't know where to start. But as you give the grace, with all that's in my heart, I will sing. My Lord, I will praise. Even in my darkest hours, through the sorrows and the pains, I will sing. I will pray, lift my hands to honor you, because your word is true, I will sing, yes Lord, I will pray, lift my hands to honor you, because your word is true, I will sing. Let's just worship a few minutes. I will pray. Lift my hands to honor you. Because your word is true. Go to Jilem. Come on now. Yes. Yes. God. Is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Let's all sing that praise God. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's 
so good to me. I love him so. I love him so. I love him so. Touch the Lord as He passes by. You'll find He's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment your needs to supply. Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. Yeah, amen. Let's give Jesus a praise offering.